We're, yeah. we're, we're a two man private investigator band. Uh, Noor is the uh, daughter of an old friend and colleague of mine. Yes, um, we had worked out where they were going. Yes, yeah. Kira. the accompanying cargo will be the last shipment to be handled as usual. Well, I wouldn't want to go in there, would you? To check? I might not wish to, but my icon may may expect me to. Oh, um, oh suits you, sir. <laughs> Remember that experience point you've just earned? <laughs> pod. And the body that looks like they were originally in the pod, how recognisable are they? Is that no? Um, we, we do need to prove one way or the other that this is Noor though, Yakub. We yeah, don't have convinced am I that it's Noor? You've just had five mind points of damage. I think you're pretty bloody convinced. The Kuan Connection. A Coriolis actual play from Effect. Episode 9. Hassan. Tony, I turn to you, not because you're the one who always remembers <laughs> what actually went on. <laughs> but you are, as it happens. <laughs> but uh, you are uh, suddenly uh, thrust very much into the centre of the emotional turmoil that was happening last time. You talk about that while I tell everybody that we are streaming. One day, people will have advanced knowledge of this, and then we just like... Anyway, on. people will be waiting to watch us. But that doesn't really happen yet. Carry on, Tony. So we followed the trail uh, from the jungle back to Bay Basin. We got a lift down the river. We had information uh, that um, the slaves that were being taken were being transported via a particular pier uh, back in the conglomerate. Pier 58. Um, so we got a lift down the river from Bay Basin to uh, the conglomerate as we approached uh, we saw that there was a big fire going on and the closer we got we realized this this fire was on pier 58 the pier we were heading for there's a big warehouse uh next to the pier uh, that we'd been burning down we somewhat recklessly went inside this burning building um and found well, I, I went inside because the because the lady of the tears demanded it of me Still quite reckless, actually. I think. You just that's want fine. that experience point, don't you? You are actually in the. <laughs> I'm working really life. hard for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> got a good early comment in just. There. I'm role playing for that experience point. And we found a stasis pod with what, with some bodies around it. Looked like there'd been a fight to try and get in the stasis pod, in that presumably in the hope that whoever got in the stasis pod would better survive the fire because they were not able to escape from it. But they're all dead anyway. Uh, and looking at one of the bodies on the floor um, and looking at the kind of jewellery they were wearing, I recognised that and suspected that one of these was in fact near the daughter of the old friend that we've been searching for this time, lying dead on the floor of this warehouse. Um, Although that isn't 100% confirmed yet. No, so we need, no. We need uh, to get uh, that tested. Absolutely, yes. So uh, There, there remains that. some hope, if not much. No, I think I don't personally particularly feel much hope i think um i was obviously quite upset about that and quite traumatized in my traumatized state i heard i or i had a vision 
um, of a voice singing a song or a prayer. I heard water flowing. Uh, the voice was, was saying a poem, which was the mm. tunnels lead only forward like an arrow leaping from its string. I steady myself for the journey's end, living still in death. All that was shall be again. That was very well remembered, Tone. I know, that's good, isn't it? Impress how, how well I remember that. I wasn't just reading it off the... Uh, <laughs> off our Discord site. The post on Discord at all. Uh, so kind of suspected it might be the emissary this poem coming from, who we're also still looking for um, in theory. Uh, but I had that vision, and that was kind of the, the end of the last scenario. I think we had planned to go and take Nur's body or suspected Nur's body to my aunt, Majid Nassar, who uh, lives in the area who or who has contact or works in her. <clears throat> uh, she doesn't live in the area. You've gone uh, somewhat closer to Covenant City um, to, uh, to, okay. uh, to find your aunt and a place but to live. Basically, she's going to better help us do some sort of DNA test to confirm whether this body is in fact Nur, as I very strongly suspected is. Yeah, Ara Ara is the area that she lives in. I think oh, that was yes, her last time. Ara Ara. Yeah. Um, so your night, I think, is probably quite restless. Uh, but you do get to rest. So any hit points you've got. And I think your mind points are uh, wiped they recover clean. the same, yeah. Your mind is wiped clean, then. So are my mind points all wiped clean? I believe. I think they are, yeah. To be the okay. case. I think it's That's the probably same good, because as... I was quite mentally traumatised, to be honest. What is interesting, just cutting ahead, uh, there, are, there are rules for this sort of stuff now in the new part two of Mercy of the Icons. Yeah. And I'm very pleased to say that they're pretty much what we did last week. So... Um, in that you can protect yourself from this sort of mental damage with a roll on your empathy, which is what you tried to do. Mm. Uh, none, none of the mental damage you get in Mazzini Icons is quite as severe as the shock you got last time, but it happens a lot more often in most of the icons. <laughs> so uh, mind points will become important, I think, in the mm. uh, in the next chapter without spoiling anything. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you wake after a restless night in your aunt's house. Do you want to describe your, where your aunt lives? Um, I think she's work, working in a kind of medical field in some way or another. I think she's reasonably, I think, what passes the middle class in this area. I think it's got a reasonably nice area of the conglomerate, not too run down. I think she's got a, probably a couple of spare rooms in, in some sort of apartment block somewhere but you know we can she can put us up reasonably comfortably and i think i think she's reasonably reasonably comfortably off and what did you do with the body before um before well, i was i was, car I was carrying it and so I, I i presume we bring it to whichever room is most appropriate in um tony's aunt's house and lay it in some kind of state and do yeah. rights over it and clean it up as best as possible. Ready it for its journey. Ready Nor for her journey with the Lady of Tears. 
And so I am imagining a couple of sisters of the Order of Tears come from the local um, Chapel of Tears. Uh, I'm going to say of tears quite a lot in this sentence. Uh, <laughs> in, in the morning, um, after a, a light breakfast that you, you have, there's a knock at the door. And they arrive and give a formal greeting, as is expected to your aunt. She shows them into the front room where uh, the charred body is covered in the cloth that you wrapped her in last week, uh, laid out on uh, what would otherwise be a low um, sort of table. And they busy themselves tutting slightly at the slightly amateurish way that the body has been bound. They unwrap it. I did, begin... my, I did my best. The Lady <laughs> of Tears guided uh, my hands. A ceremonial um... wrapping again. And your aunt um, asks that a DNA sample <clears throat> be taken to try and help identify the body. And um, they agree to that. And they have amazingly um, equipment for taking a sample with them. And uh, they take a sample, keep it, um, <clears throat> you know, in a, in a contamination proof um, jar and put that to one side and then carry on with their, with their, their with the ritual of binding and of cleaning. The body will be cremated, they say, um, without any sense of, um, uh, irony. Well, it already pretty much has been. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and, um, and is that, is that normal practice? Is that what would normally happen? Yes. Generally in the third horizon, uh, they cremate bodies. They, yes. People are cremated generally. Um, so that the dark between the stars does not use that body for nefarious purposes. Yeah. The only culture uh, which you may not be aware of, but your character in our previous little campaign was aware <laughs> is of. Uh, very familiar with. Uh, is that it is said that the Nazarene sacrifice did not um, create their, their bodies, but, um, but they've all they've been long gone now. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> uh, so, um, your aunt asks on your behalf uh, when the identification... I mean, it's not going to be a national, an actual identification. What they're going to do is um, take samples. Um, uh, she's more closely related to your aunt, we decided last week, than to you, isn't she? She's yes, a friend of yours. Plausible. So there will be <clears throat> a, a probability, you know, it, it'll say how, 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 how likely it is that it's uh, that this body is related to your aunt. It's not going to be able to say yes, it is more, and you can see in this bit of the DNA that she was last seen on um, Coriolis or anything <laughs> like that. But it will, you know, hopefully, it'll either say, no, this is somebody totally different, or it is a relation of your aunt, and therefore probably the girl that you've been looking for for the last 21 episodes. 
and um, uh, waiting respectfully outside are a couple of porters and a grav car and uh, the wrapped body is taken outside, put on the grav car and slides away down the quiet street because it's still quite early in the morning towards uh, the house of rest, which um, we won't say where that is, but you've, you've been told where it is if it becomes important. And will she be cremated kind of immediately? And is this is uh, yeah, a, I don't a funeral think... ceremony that we ought to attend. Yeah, there, there, there can be a ceremony that you can attend. Yeah. I'm assuming, Yakub, that you would wish to do that. Uh, very much so, yes. I suggested it's timed for uh, the most convenient time in the storytelling. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, at some point when we feel we need a, a reflective break, then uh, we shall cut to the ceremony. Okay. So, but right now, it's reasonably early mm -hmm. in the morning and the day is yours. Do you wish to spend a day in prayer, as you probably should do, after the death of a loved one? Or do you want to carry on with your investigation? Well... I probably feel I should spend a day in prayer, but I, I want to find, find the bastards responsible for this. So I don't want whatever trail we may have to go, go cold. cold. No, so I mean, nor, nor was the cube's um, friend, so um, I'll do. I'll go with whatever your cube wants. No, I think we should <clears throat> crack on. I'm not sure what lead we've now got well you've still got so the lead you were following to the uh warehouse on pier 58 was the um invoice you had uh from tuba gulam for naobi hassan yes yeah we and also have an address two addresses on it yeah we do have an address for hassan as well panny square in sukhabra sukhabra yeah, yeah. And is that in the that in the conglomerate? Uh, no, but that it's again out in Little Algol. All oh, right. Uh, let me but just so, tell you a little bit about. Um, yeah, the Sukhabra is a river market. Uh, so again, it's it, it's uh, pontoons and jetties, and occasionally boats and things like that. Um, so it is. Um, back kind of the way you came in Little Algol. Well, should we get there for the early trading then? And see what, or get in there before it gets too busy. Yep, let's. Do we have, did we have another address or was that Pier 58? Another address. So there were two addresses on the? Mm. Pier 58 was one, wasn't it? Yes, okay. yeah, right. yeah. Penny Square in Sukhabra was the other one. Was the other one, okay. <clears throat> And that's where we should be able to find Hassan. Um, that's where, yes, that's uh, the address said uh, was addressed to Tubra Gutan for Niobe Hassan. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. just going to pick up some pictures that I forgot to prepare. Give me a little moment. We, we have no idea what these people look like, do we? I don't think so. 
No, no. The only well, time we've seen their names is basically the only reason we know anything about them is just seeing their names on that invoice. So. But isn't Naomi Hassan <clears throat> like a proprietor of this company? Could you do some data gin stuff and see if we can dig up a news article? Picture, or, yeah. That's yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah, picture. that's not a bad idea. Okay. Just so do you want to do some... Or some promotional material or something that might be out there. Do you want to do some data ginning then? Yes, so we're going to both look for Naomi Hassam and Tubrugutan. Okay. Um, make a roll. Oh, I might need some dice as well. Swap out. Uh, just like Darkness points, you don't need any of those either, Matt. No. Uh, uh, okay, I get two successes on that. Two successes. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good solid success on Niobe Hassam. And let me tell you a little bit about her and see if I've got a picture of her. Well, that's a start. We know, at least we know we know it's a woman. Um, no, I haven't got a picture of her, but um, she, the image you see is of a short woman um, dressed in... Um, surprisingly simple clothes for a businesswoman of her standing. A black chemise with floral patterns and a yellow shawl. Um, you will note that she has two lines of a blue facial tattoo running from forehead to cheek. Um, and you see the, the, the article you found is simply one from local news um, which uh, talks about her taking over her father's business, sorry, her uncle's business, uh, the previous owner of uh, Hassam was Maksu, but uh, when he died, she took over as his heir. This is, was that recent? Um, let me just remind myself how recent that was. Um, not particularly recent, nothing, you know, nothing suddenly changing in okay. the last few weeks or anything. Some so according, according to the story then, what is the nature of Hassam's Business, presumably it doesn't say they're slave runners. No, it's import-export and um, uh, and transportation. Nice and nice and vague. Yes, and the tattoo, these blue two lines tattoo on her face, is that something we recognise? Does that signify anything that we would know about? I don't think your success was good enough on that. Um, well, can I have a culture roll to see if I... Uh, I okay, <laughs> make a culture roll. Um, um, so it's, not, it's not a lot of dice, but it's more than none. Can I help? Well, I get two sixes and four dice. Excellent. I'm sorry, I can't tell you what that means. I, I'm going to make something up. Okay. Um, sure, I've read something, but... Um, she may have been, um, uh, generally, facial tattoos are either uh, members of the Zenithian hegemony 
or servants of those members. And the fact that this is in blue and not gold suggests that she was previously a servant in a Zenithian hegemon hegemonist's house. But as I've made that up, don't don't read too much into that being a clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just make a note of it and make it the you know the keystone of our investigation for now. Right, we're going to have to change the whole campaign now. So she's, uh, a, she's a Zenithian servant. Hmm, what can that possibly mean? What Zenithians are there that we can go and ask about? Well, the importance you do know a couple of Zenithians. Uh, particularly people who may be able to give you information. They are, of course, your patron for this um, this particular um, mission, the Judge Kurhan and the uh, Akuba Kosher, the Judicator. <laughs> yes, kind of forgot about them. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's we... a long time since we saw them, isn't it? Yeah. Should we possibly kind of check in with them at some point? Suppose we could. <laughs> when we've got what more to report, because we've got quite a lot to report, haven't we? I guess. Well, I should say of uh, Tuba Gutan, um, you haven't particularly found anything on your on your search. Okay. At least we know what Niobe looks like, anyway. Yes. We've got a good idea what she looks like. Yeah, I'm sure you can make a printout if you want to. Um, Show it around markets or anything like that. Not sure we need to do that. If she's got an okay. office here, okay. Yeah. Then um, why would we just draw attention to ourselves? Okay. I so am, are you heading? I there? am the hero of Pier Fifty Eight. I went in and rescued the. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, anybody need a private investigator? I start giving out my card again. <laughs> Right, well, anyway. you know, I've, I've I've got no more leads on this thing, so I just tap around for a new job. So, um, if you wanted to spend five of those darkness points, Matt, you could have me run out of business cards. <laughs> I'm enjoying you handing out business cards. At some point, when it is vital you give somebody a business card, then I will spend my darkness points. <laughs> Fair enough. Right, should we um should we head off then, Tony? Head for the um. Yeah. Sukhabra. Okay. Um, so you uh, are going on foot, I imagine, or are you taking some sort of? Um... Wasn't that we wasn't that far? Was it? We could we could walk it. We yeah, didn't yeah. Bring, we didn't bring the hover bike thing, did we? No, I don't think so. No, I think we loaded that on the ship for later. Yeah. When we go and collect it. Um, so you go uh, from. Uh, quite a pleasant area of town, as you've said, uh, across uh, a park, effectively, which is not a, a manicured park. It's more a bit of nature, um, but kind of kept as a recreational space um, towards Little Algol, which is very much on the on the riverside. Um, and you'll notice a real change in the mood, which you probably notice. I'm sure I told you about it last time, but uh, there are um, there are kind of um, uh, soldiers, policemen type uh, 
not not guardsmen or ju- uh, justica- uh, adjudicators, but uh, kind of pay cops, as it were, patrolling the park. And you get a real sort of sense that little Algol is, uh, as you as you get into that, is is kind of a quarantined area, as it were, where um, people aren't allowed necessarily to move freely back and forth. You haven't been stopped, but you've definitely felt there have been eyes on you as you've gone through. And you feel if you had been coming in the other direction, and if you hadn't been coming with a bit of a funeral procession last time, you might have been stopped on the way out. Definitely a slight feeling of threat. And, you know, there are stories about Little Old Gold being a bit of a hive of scum and villainy, but you also feel a little bit threatened by uh, these uh, um, sort of pay cops that you you see, so they these, look these... like they're spoiling for a fight. A lot of yeah, them. Yes. So these paid cops guys, are they are are they giving people a hard time? Well, not right now. Um, uh, they're, uh, but you kind of feel that they're ready to pounce. That you know, if you do, were... we have a sense of of how long this has been going on. Is it is it just a kind of reaction to? The burning, the fire. Now you the think fire, or is, it, is this just kind of a, more of an ongoing thing you that's feel been it's happening? A more while. ongoing thing, you know. I mean, you, you were involved in a, um, you were involved in a bit of a civil war uh, in the last <coughs> adventure out by Bay Basin, and you think this is going on as long as that is like. Um, so, presumably, news of that has would have reached the conglomerate. Oh yeah, events, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You know, in, it, it, even if it travelled at the slowest rate, that is the same boat that you went in on, <laughs> it has now reached the conglomerate, and you imagine it travelled f- faster than that. Mm. So, so is, this a, is this a reaction to a concern that the rebels are going to be coming this way, then? Or you were given contact details of, or not contact details, but a name to ask for, here of somebody who is an ally of the rebels, whose name I've oh, now forgotten. Ijala Bak- Baku. Baku, yeah. Ijala Baku. Yeah, and so she, she's uh, who we need to contact to get passage back to Bay Basin when we're yeah. done to go and pick the ship up again. Yeah, so um, uh, maybe it is that Little Algol is a bit of a you know a known place where insurgents hang out. And is she? Does she live in Little Algol? Uh, yeah, you weren't. You, okay. They didn't tell you to go and find her anywhere else. Right. Okay. Um, okay. I, I suggest we just ignore these guys and. Mm. Yeah, they're 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 letting you pass. They're not they're not threatening you at the moment. Looks officially and, badass. And uh, you're heading down to the waterside to find the Sukhabra. Yeah. Yep. Um. And uh, presumably, we could have had a look at a map and because it's yes. somewhere called Panny Square, so we could have had a look at a map and actually have a vague idea of where we're going rather than wandering around aimlessly yeah, yeah. for it. You can. Uh, the Sukhabra is quite a maze, but um, for your success, of the you know, uh, of the search on um, and Yobi Hassan, uh, it's quite easy to wend your way through it. Um, You'll notice uh, that there are lots of stevedores working here, 
Um, it's quite busy already now, unlike the civilized streets that you came out of, where it was quite a quiet morning. People get up with the sun here and and start work. There's all sorts of smells of uh, food being cooked and uh, salty, you know, that salty ozone smell that you get by the water. Also a smell of everything that gets drained into the water as well. Um, you notice on your way there, there's um, proxy sellers. Um, I don't know whether any of you have had much experience with proxy. No. So um, they are places where you can um, experience somebody's recorded memories. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right, yeah. Um, and they're kind of... Illegal. illegal in lots of places yeah. and so places like this where you know it's, it's a place where you can come and experience this um but you find your way in the end to um um to i can't find the um, quick question about those paid cop guys are they mm -hmm. walking about openly armed heavily? yeah they're, they're definitely they're definitely sort of Exerting and, and their are, presence. And are through, others um, openly armed as well? Uh, no, not necessarily. Um, okay. Just checking. Yeah, you know, the, the, these guys are enforcing law and order by their presence, by flooding the streets. Um, in fact, uh, given that you, you've got your eye on them, um, you can... Uh, see at some point just before you get to the square um you can see a sudden flood of uh, two ends of a street uh there are a um uh, three three of these guys uh suddenly come around the corner from one side and two from another side and um grab a group of people who to you had been having a perfectly innocent conversation uh, and suddenly they slam them up against the wall of the building there and pat them down roughly. Um, one of them argues and they cuff one of them to the floor. Um, so you definitely feel that they're exerting their force as you watch. So they're um, basically just a bunch of thugs. Yeah, um, you hear their name mentioned, which is a name you might have heard before, Nestira. Ring any bells? Mm. Nestira, I'm not sure it does. Does it? The, um, the militia... So who do we hear this name from? Uh, just during, um, when it goes on, you know, you hear somebody going, oh, bloody Nestira. Oh. Um, but the militia in Bay Basin were effectively employed by the Nestera. But these guys are a lot smarter, a lot better armed. They are probably not local like the militia were in Bay Basin, but the militia in Bay Basin were the Nestera militia. Um, so Nestera is an, an organisation, basically like a yeah. dodgy criminal uh, Not dodgy, a, a law enforcement organisation. Ah. Um, dodgy criminal... Uh, associated not so much with the syndicate but with the consortium. 
anyway, at that point, you arrive at the square, assuming you're not getting involved in. Uh, no, not sure thing. why we've got any reason to get involved. No, I think that's probably best not at this stage. Um, <clears throat> Pani Plaza is crammed full of stalls and crowds of people. There's um, uh, there's uh, a, it's hard to tell the difference between the uh, boardwalks and the pontoons and boats that have been kind of permanently <clears throat> jammed together and decked mm. over mm. to make um, to make wider spaces. Um, and there appears to be a kind of solid built brewery. Um, on on a pontoon of a number of boats which have had a building built on top of them as well. And you'll notice that's called the uh, the Kaltash Amin Brewery. And around that, there's uh, tables and chairs set out, and you can see um, uh, a number of merchants and a number of uh, hands sitting down around low tables, sharing wine, drinking ale, and um, and and smoking from hookahs. Uh, over the top of that, those chairs and tables, there's kind of sailcloth um, shades put up uh, on poles. Um, there's a, a whole bunch of spice stacks, uh, sacks of spices that have been unloaded from somewhere are stacked up. Apparently nobody looking after them. There's um, uh, a Lamsha stall out of which there's all sorts of um, flowery scented um, uh, smells which kind of cover the, the underlying smell of shit that wafts up from the river itself. Um, um, and between... Next door to that um, uh, that brewery is uh, on, I think you think, the pier, a small anonymous-looking shack, but it's got the Hassam sign above the door. Is it quite busy around here? It, like... There's, there's uh, a lot of activity over... Uh, it's busy everywhere, but particularly sort of next door is this um, uh, all these people drinking outside the uh, the Kultash Amim's brewery, brewery and winery. Um, and is Hassan's place open? Is there trade going on? Or, the Hassan place? Yeah. Uh, as you look at it, um, there's a uh, somebody sort of sat outside the door to the office, but they actually look like a um, gypsy fortune teller or something like that. Um, uh, so this is like a shack, this sand place, is it? How big is it? Is it just like a one-room little um, shack, or is it a bigger, bigger building than that? Probably a bit bigger than one room. Doesn't look like a big... International ongoing affair. Um, no, it's it's it, it's it's a couple of rooms, at the, maybe a loft space as well. But it's not a big place. 
And is this the only building around that we can see that has this the Hassam logo on it? Yeah, it's also got um, a painted door. So this uh, soothsayer gets up and hobbles off and you'll notice the door that she was kind of sat on the stoop of is a metal door, but it's been covered with a multicoloured mosaic of semi-precious <clears throat> stones and tiles, which shows the sign of the messenger. And in that as well, there's the Hassan Pyramid logo. Can we get around the back and have a look around all the sides of this place? Um, not with ease, because on the other side of this is the um, Lamsha stall. So it's kind of wedged between two buildings. Right, okay. You could probably find your way around <coughs> to, the, to the back of it if you wanted. Right. But it's kind of backing onto another stall on the other side. Well, you, you can't tell from where you are here. Right, okay, right. Well, should we... What's the approach here, Jakub? Do we just bash the door in and... Well, that's very much what I'm in the mood to do, but uh, it might not necessarily be the most effective approach. Um, I'm not in the mood for the subtlety at this point. And was it their warehouse that was burned down? Sorry, what is their warehouse that was burned down? No, was it? Was it? It was that Hassan Hassan sign on the door as well. It was there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, why don't we um, go in as private investigators who've been asked by an un- unnamed client that we're not going to reveal to investigate the arson yeah, attack at the... Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So you um, walk in. The door, the door is unlocked, first of all, and, you know, easy to open. There's no kind of window in it. And you can push it open onto what looks like quite a, a, a narrow corridor um, with an office at one end. But... Um, <clears throat> the door doesn't fully open because there's a body on the floor. A, a body? Yeah. On the floor. As, as in a dead body. <clears throat> a dead body lying okay. on the floor um, on a bloody Algolan rug. Okay. I'm going to pull back my poncho and pull out my carbine. Okay. So in this corridor we're in, what, what are, there, are there doors off it? Open, close. There's another door. The, uh... Yeah, there's a door into a side room, uh, but it, it looks like the office is, is further down the corridor. Can I hear anything? Any movement? Any noise? Um, no. Can have a look at the body, see if we can see any other signs of how it died, how long ago it looked like it happened. Not it, long ago. Whilst the cube's doing that, I'm overwatching down the corridor. If anyone comes out aggressively, I'm shooting them. Okay. Um, nobody does. It feels quite quiet. The you smell the iron smell that says this blood in the carpet is recently spilled. Um, is it a bullet? As you knife investigate uh, Yakub, I think there's still some warmth in the body. Mm. It's not long killed. Okay, can I can I sneak down the corridor to where the next? So were there doors on on the sides of this corridor? as well or is it just a door at the end uh so the it, 
it sort of opens out into an open office. So there's a door okay. onto the side, yeah, into a sort of storeroom. Uh, but the office is at the back of the building, effectively. All right, I'm going to try and sneak up to get a view into that office. I'm going to meanwhile shut the door behind us where we came in. Okay. So we don't get surprised from that side. As you sneak down, pointing your gun. I've drawn my gun as well, my Vulcan okay. carbine. Carefully, you sneak down. Do you do you look into the door to the side here first, or do you go yeah. straight to the office? No, I'll have a quick look and make sure there isn't somebody there about to hit me with something. Okay, opening the door. It's just not another trap. <laughs> There's just a bunch <clears throat> of crates and boxes. It's an empty store. Well, it's a storeroom, but it has no people in it. Unless they're in the boxes. Are these boxes big enough to take people? Um, no, kind of more like stationary boxes and things like that. Right, okay. For the most part. Okay, um, let's sneak on down to the uh, okay to the office and, and there's another this. body. Okay, uh, the body that, that I'm looking at. What kind of what kind of person is it? Is it like? Does it look like somebody who was engaged in combat, or do they look like some sort of office worker? Or uh, they look like a um, yeah, are there signs of a scuffle? Yeah. They're dressed as a kind of um, I'd call them a a, a retired stevedore. Um, there's something about his build; he's quite big, but uh, he's also um, I mean, you probably recognise it from some of the changes his body's gone through. He's a eunuch. I'm not saying you've investigated under his chemise. First thing that uh, Yaku does is have a quick look. Mm. <laughs> a slightly plumper build mm, eunuch. Mm. Uh, of uh, uh, a eunuch. Yaku, but I also thought you, I thought you stopped doing that. So soft arms, but rough hands of a stevedore. Okay. The body in your uh, room is lying on her face. Uh, again, mm. bloody. She, uh, she's wearing a um, black chemise, but the yellow flowers on it are stained with blood. She's face down. Um, this looks like uh, her hands. Ni Ni Niobe's. Yeah, clothing, yeah. It? You might imagine that it's Niobe. And obviously, you know, cause of death. Like From the amount of or? blood, you think they've been stabbed. Are there any um, footprints footprints in the blood leading off anywhere? Any? Uh, no, it seems to have been stabbed by somebody who knows what they're doing. And again, her body is fresh. Same sort of time, not long ago. Not long before you came in. Look, we check just have quick push over to check her face to see if she's got the that it is her facial tattoo that we saw in the story. Are you going to do that, Dave? Or should I say Oshian? Uh, I'm going to walk yeah. up to the well, second I'll, body. I'll, I'll, I'll keep him open. <clears throat> I'll, I'll kick her. I'll use my boot to roll her over, put it against her okay. shoulder. 
and roll her over whilst I'm looking at around the room, maintaining vigilance. Okay. Um, you roll her over. Yes, it's her. Yes, those tattoos are there. Uh, but you also notice when you roll her over that uh, in her hands, there's a communicator device. Is it open? Is it on? Is there a channel? Um, it's not on, but its screen does display a message <clears throat> sent this morning from Tubra. Okay. Um, and it says, meet me at the Hamam Tamina Baths. And there's also, actually, you can uh, see that She'd obviously just replied, um, saying that she was still waiting for payment from Dol Kassar, but she would um, come as soon as he'd arrived. Dol Kassar. Dol Kassar. Yeah, D-O-L, lowercase, hyphen, Q-U-A-S-S-A-R, capital Q. Have we heard that before? Is that familiar? I might have to get you to start making um, cleverness rolls or something. <laughs> well, if we played for more than 90 minutes every two weeks, it might be a bit easier. Well, you should play every week rather than go off and... Go on a holiday, yeah. Go on, go on a holiday oh. in the woods in a hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> not that you travel to the woods in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. Well, uh, shall I remind you that the invoice was to Q? Okay, yeah. So Q was paying Hassam for the delivery of the slaves. Yes. Did it look like that's... Was this uh, communicator quite well hidden? No, I think it was simply that she was surprised in the act of typing that message i'm wondering whether they would have her assassin would have seen the message as well and whether tubra is likely to be likely does to did be the, the list did the message say a time for them to meet well uh from from the way it's worded uh it looked like she was saying you know come to the bars and the other one was saying oh i'll be there as no, soon as i've i'll be there as soon as, as, as he's come through can we have a quick look out the back? Is there a back way out of this? No, there isn't. There's um, another business behind it. So there's no way out except the door that we came in? Yeah. And you said there's a roof space? Yeah, you check that. It is just storage space. Uh, there's uh, a bed roll for um, long nights or, or early mornings or something. But nobody there? About nobody up there, no. And are we talking minutes that this happened before we arrived? Or are we talking like an hour? I think you're going to need to make a roll on that one. What okay, skill yeah. have either of you got that will do that? Have you got Medicurgy, Tone? I have a, a little bit of Medicurgy. Well, I have none. so uh... That would probably be the best roll to estimate, Tone. Okay. I shall have a Medicurgy roll then. I get one success. You think minutes. Okay, I'm going back out to the front. Can I still see that gypsy? No. 
but I was were they were they sitting out the front when we when we arrived? They appeared to be sitting um, on the uh, step. sort of on the doorstep, as it were, on the stoop, um, kind of sitting on the you know like they might be begging or something yeah. like that uh, when you first saw them, but um, uh, they got up and moved away when you were walking. Okay, so then so basically they've they've gone. So yeah, we could try and chase. We could try and chase down the gypsy. Yeah, they might have seen something. Yeah, if they're not involved, or, they might have seen something. Or we could we head wanna, for. Do we want to search this place for any other clues? We should probably search the place fairly quickly. Or do we want to go to Hamam Damina and meet Tibra or find out that he's been killed because the murders got there first? Well, we do. Okay, we do have another clue that's Dol Dol Kassar, mm. obviously. Um, okay, I'm going to take her communicator, Matt. Okay. As as evidence. And uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go to the hammam and try and help Tubra. Right now, this is our hammam, Dave. <laughs> okay, this I know it's really hammam. well. Then. This is it. Uh, I'm, just, I'm in it. I'm sat just in for it. watchers here. Uh, Ricard, who wrote this, asked for permission to have a hammam in the adventure. And this is the hammam. It's not exactly the same as our hammam, but that is where the influence comes from. I just want to really press this home to our viewers. <laughs> <laughs> this was my idea. Um, okay, uh, where is the hammam, though? I can't remember where it is. Uh, so you're at the Sukhabra. Yep. And... Uh, you you think uh, well you, you don't know exactly where it is you're going to have to ask uh, the Hamam Tamina <clears throat> yeah let's go a little way away from Hassan's yeah. first yes no, that's sensible. and then just ask a, a vendor somewhere Okay, um, let me see whether vendors know. Yeah, they can they can point you to Hassam Tamina. Um, <clears throat> and it's right on the northern edge of Sukhabra, kind of back the way you came. Should I show you our map again? So this is it. Uh, I will make that full screen for you. Um, so you are down here effectively this is where the Sukhabra is and right on the northern edge of it as it were quite close to the part where you walked in yeah uh, is where you're told you will find the hammam Tamina. i think we mentioned last week that uh originally little algol used to be uh, the posh part of town years ago when the Zenithians first arrived. And there's lots of bits of Zenithian architecture, built architecture. Um, but th while they were investigating the monolith, which at the, at the initial time uh, was, um, you know, people were steering a bit clearer because well they didn't know exactly what it was. Uh, but as, you know, eventually all the posh people went to Covenant City and then, you know, they're now living in the monolith. But um, and so this kind of 
was partly reclaimed by the jungle, but has now become a thriving area. And Hammam uh, Tamina, as you approach it, is in one of those proper stone-built buildings on the land, as supposed to be on the pontoons and stuff that you've been walking over. Um, uh, so that's where it is. I think we want to try and get there double time, really. Maybe not running, but walking as quickly as possible. Yeah. I'm going, okay. to keep my eyes, I'm going to keep my eyes open for that gypsy. And is this in the same direction as the gypsy walked off? Hard to say. You okay. didn't really take any note of her when she walked. She, she just got up and left your field of vision, effectively. Right, okay. Um, uh, but, uh, yes, so keeping your eye out for her as you as you go, you don't see her. Okay. Uh, and then you're confronted by um, by this building, which is has all the hallmarks of a of a bathhouse, an elegant entrance, um, nicely kept, not quite as smelly as some of the other places you've been to. Definitely posher than Hassam's shack. Um, it's got a domed roof that you can see from the outside. Potted, potted trees and palms on the outside, making a sort of threshold. Okay. Now, we don't know what this guy looks like, do we? No. You only have a name. I suspect that he'll be the one lying face down in the pool of blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's possible, yeah. Okay. Um... Well, should we just go in, shall we? Yes. Um, uh, okay, and you are met by Tamina herself. And uh, she welcomes you as though she's known you for ages. She says, oh, my old friends. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tamina's Hassan. Uh, uh, what what do you seek today? Uh, a massage or just a bath? Uh, actually, we're looking for uh, a friend of ours who we think's here. Ah, yeah, we have, we have regular customers, she says, and you will be regular customers too once you have samples. Have... Uh, the delights uh, of indeed, the maybe will, but we have some news uh, for. Uh, a friend who he may, which he will want to hear urgently. Uh, well, uh, Tuber uh, Gutan. Gutan is his name. His name is Tuber Gutan. Tuber Gutan. Uh, how long if, have you known him? <clears throat> well, we're more we're more uh, friends of a friend of his. Hey, well, and you have a, a message for him? Did you say? We have some and, news that he will... And she uh, um, picks up some papers, uh, walks to a sort of reception desk that she's got, and um, picks up a list and says, uh, I'm afraid I must disappoint you, for 
uh, he has not visited today uh, to uh, Gutan, and um, he has not visited for some time. Uh, but you do know him. He does frequent this, your establishment. I, I know most of the people of Little Algol. I'm sure I have met Tuba Gitan. Um, I cannot right now put a name to a face, but were I to see his face, then I would remember him, I'm sure. And I would say, Tuba, welcome back to Hamina's. Is she, is she genuine? Can I have an observation roll to see if she's genuine or not? Uh... Yes, you can. I could, I could judge her character if we think this is important enough. With the darkest point. Well, let me, let me try. Let me try. Um, do I? Can I just? You do you spend a darkness point on the reroll, or do you? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I got no successes. So while Ocean is talking to him, I shall just be um, carefully yeah, studying her body language and her inflections and giving she's me telling the truth and giving darkness. you a darkness point okay she is obviously protecting somebody um and is 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 yakub are you telling me this because i don't know obviously because I, I i think she's telling the truth as far as i can tell yes yeah, she's definitely telling the truth Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to say to her, look, uh, Tamima, whoever you're protecting, we fear Tuba, Tuba's life may be in uh, imminent, imminent, imminent danger. danger unless we can get to him first. If he walks in, I shall give him that message. Okay, so I gonna, suggest if you are honest, honestly there, there here to save his life, then you would get to know him better. Is there, um, obvious, there are doors through into other parts of the hammam, yeah? Oh, yes, there are, yeah. Um, so I want to walk into, I'm just going to go into the, the, whatever the first one is, the chaplinarium or whatever where. People are relaxing before they have their massages. Well, uh, generally they they don't relax. They get undressed and uh, wash. But, but you walk into the first area, and uh, uh, the first thing you see, like many um, many hammams that you've been in or have seen created, uh, you walk first of all into an atrium, and this one is a little bit different from other hammams you may have known. Own, in that uh, the domed roof above it has holes cut in it like stars. And do you want to make a culture roll? I can certainly try. Uh, yeah, I get two successes again. Oh, excellent. You, you recognise this as uh, pictures you've seen showing the symbolic uh, constellations above Icon City in Mirror, on, on the planet Mirror. And it reflects those stars. And of course, the light shining through those little holes um, dapples a statue of a beautiful deckhand, a small child with short hair, hunched over a stone bowl with a rag in its hand as if it's about to polish the surface of the water. 
Both the statue and the walls of the atrium are covered in lush green vines. Is there anybody in here? <clears throat> Um, not, well, there are people, but this is generally an area that you walk through into the changing area to take your clothes off and, um, um, uh, um, well, uh, effectively what, what she does, having, having gone there, she comes after you with a pile of, um, towels. And on top of the pile of towels, a copper bowl and a bar of soap. And she offers them to you and says, uh, my rates are very reasonable and this is the best amab you will find. I'm, I'm not interested in that at all. Um, are there any men in here? Do we, are we assuming that Tuber is male, Tone? I was assuming that, but that is an assumption I've incorrectly made before. So uh, I don't think it's a safe assumption necessarily. Go beyond here, there's the changing rooms and there's the bathing area. Um, then there's the um, tepidarium. Or the, then there's the steam rooms and the tepidarium. I can't remember okay. what way around it goes. So um, so she's she's behind me holding these, all this stuff, yeah? Yeah. Um, I've got my, my, my carbine is under my poncho. I've got my left hand on it, my, my right hand on it. My left hand, I'm going to knock all of that away, push her against the wall and say, my friend died yesterday. Tuba's friend died today. Tell me where the fuck Tuba is now. She stabs you. Okay. Um, I think she will. <clears throat> yeah. And <laughs> I haven't got stats for her, but I think that will be her response. <clears throat> um, so I'm gonna. I've got stats for my person. Uh, now let me just uh, do some random stats out of the book. This is going right. I can't kill Samar, can I? <laughs> no, but you're not killing Samar. Maybe she can take this place over once you've killed her. <laughs> <Yeah. clears throat> um, or maybe Samar will. Got me like a fish. <laughs> okay, so I am going to go with um, her, I think. She's stronger I, than she looks. Can I try and block this? Um, no, I think you were focusing on holding her up by her neck. Okay. So I think this might be a, <clears throat> a stab. She gets a success. So you feel I've got armor. Blade. So oh, okay. How much? How much damage is that one? Uh, is that one for a dagger? I don't know. Oh, I don't yeah. have a dagger. <clears throat> and it's just an ordinary dagger, I think. Probably one then, I suspect. Knife, two damage. Two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I mitigate one of that, so I take one point of damage. Okay, so you feel the knife slide into you. You feel a bit of a prick. 
And she says very coldly, you are not welcome in this bathhouse. I have friends. Uh, I'm going to butt her with, my, with the end of my rifle. <laughs> you're going to, holding her in that hand, you're whacking her with the rifle. No, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let go of her. And because okay. I've got one hand on my rifle already, I'm going to just okay. take it up and butter with it in the head. Okay. Um, you want to make a roll on that one? Yep. Um, let me look. What have I got? Oh, shall we roll initiative? It's not a lot of dice, mind, but... <clears throat> okay, yeah. Uh, four for me. Is it is D6 for initiative in this? Yeah. I get two. And is, is higher... Is lower better or is higher better? Uh, higher is better. Okay. Okay. What do we got? Four for me. Three for me. Okay. Um, so she goes first, actually, and says, and screams, we're being attacked, get help. And that's her action. Okay. I'm going to hit her with the rifle, but... Okay. Well, she will try and block you, but uh, go ahead. Okay, that's... Um, that's one success so far. Do I want to bother pushing it? No, I won't. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to push her away from me so she can't stab me again is what I'm trying to do with my, with this blow. Okay. And I, and I got one success. Uh, she blocks you. Okay. And uh, so she holds her arms crossed like that and takes the blow that way. Okay, my, and... my, my second action, I'm saying, if you're a friend of Tubra's, you are condemning him to death. She points the knife at you, not not to... What, what did she get? For, what's her initiative? She went ahead of me. So it's she not her action, it's my action then. Isn't it? No, no, she's... she's oh, okay, yeah, okay. So I'm what's your action? I'm falling past behind Ocean and I'm basically walking past and I'm shouting, I'm calling out Tubra, uh, Tubra Gutan, Naomi Hassam is not coming to meet you. She's been murdered. Very likely her murderers are coming after you next. If you want to live, come out now. Okay, you're, you're going straight past her. There's no reply. <clears throat> it's her action then, I guess. It's her action. Um, she points a knife at you and says, you will not find this man here. And I will look after Tubra. These gentlemen, and she uh, eyes indicates her somebody standing behind you, will see you out. And a number of stevedores have come into the um, in into the hammam. Okay, well, it's fine. 
Just let him die then. Last time I'm going to do a good deed and I'm walking out. Okay, they uh, give you just enough space that you have to knock into their shoulders uh, as you walk past the stevedores. What do you yeah, do, Tony? I'm looking them deeply in the eye as I go past. I'm not intimidated by them. Neither are they intimidated by you. No, fair enough. There are five of them. <laughs> Just you wait till I get a chance to go full auto, guys, because I've got... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, by the way. <laughs> what are you doing, Teddy? Uh, well, You've I'll follow him. through into the wash area. Yeah. Uh, but if I had no response to what I've said, I'll, I'll probably go, I'll, so be it. If you want to die, that's your choice. And then I'll... Are you going further round or are you coming back the way you've come? I think I'm coming back the way. So if I can see that Oshin is leaving, I'll probably head after him. Okay. Okay, as soon as I'm outside, Matt, mm -hmm. and they're not kind of like on top of me, I'm going to take out Hassam's device and I'm going to send a message to Tubra on it saying, we were just in the Hammam trying to save you. Uh, Hassam has been murdered. We are here to protect you. You get no reply. Yet. Should we burn the place down, Tom? <laughs> I think that's the appropriate response. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that went well. Well, actually, that really was just a bit of a side issue because we want to go and find Dol Kassar anyway, don't we now? Yes, although we don't necessarily have any clue about where we can find find this person. We could do. I guess we could go and do another look up if they're a a well known business person around the place. Then a a well known business person. Dolkasar. yeah. Um, well, in terms of um, find a... Uh, have you got a tabular or something? Yes, I've got a tabular. Uh, so you could do a Google search on that, you mean? Yes. <laughs> I did a data gin investigation. I think you'll find it's called. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the skill Google search. No, no, no. <laughs> have I got an old character sheet or something? <laughs> uh, okay, um, I'm reading the wrong book. I won't be in there. Um, right, make your roll. Get two successes. There are references to a Liod Dolcasar. Liod. Yeah, who is a Dabaran, a Dabaran nobleman and uh, based in the Dignitary City. The Dignitary City? Where's well, that? Oh, no, uh, sorry. The Dignitary City is the old name for Little Algol. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it's he's, not... he's, here, he's here somewhere, then. So that was, was that what it was called when it was the nice part of town? Yeah. So does that imply that he... Still lives in Little Algol, or used uh, to. Used that to when it was. Maybe the case. 
a Dabaran nobleman living in this shithole. We've fallen on hard times. <clears throat> Do we have any idea what, what it looks like? Do we, or whereabouts you might live? Um, you can get an image of him. Uh, let me... He's thin and somewhat weary looking. Dressed in expensive silk clothing with Zenithian face paint. Um, that you've seen. What colour is a Zenithian face paint for him? Gold. <laughs> Not blue then. Um, you've seen similar face paint on uh, the um, chap you spoke to some time ago, the Zenithian ambassador. What's his name? Upon Coriolis. Upon Coriolis, yeah. Johar Kassar. Can we get any sense of how how noble he is? Mm, how many successes did you roll? Two. Tony? Two. Tony? Nah, no, not much more than that. But he's either, like you say, no longer... Uh, you know, as prominent as he once was, or he is slumming it for some reason. Well, yeah, I could have just have fallen on financial hard times and just did a bit of honest slave trading to try and make a bit of a living. You make it sound like something that we should start doing. No, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. you mention it. Oh, actually, I guess for two successes, I will say this. There is a, he's in the gossip columns a bit. Um, uh, he's, well, he's not directly in the gossip columns, but apparently his son is marrying the fifth daughter of Adon Din Khrama. And who are, who is they? Who who are they? The Aidan Dimhrama um, is somebody quite important. Basically, is, is, is he an orc? No, not Khrama. Khrama. <laughs> <laughs> so his son is marrying the fifth daughter of Aidan Dimhrama, and who's he? Is he an important person then, presumably? Uh, yeah, that goes into the monolith, the Khrama family. So if um, Dolkasar's has fallen on hard times, getting his, his son married into this the, the Khrama family would be quite a big step towards regaining their mm, status, possibly? You might, yes, you might confidently suggest it. <clears throat> that is what is happening. So he's a... He's a Dabaran Zenithian noble. What motivation has he got for kidnapping the emissary? Yeah, well, like uh, as Tony he... said, he may be doing a bit of honest slave trading. Mm. Yeah, but I guess slave trading, you generally want to stay under the radar and, you know, trade in nobodies that no one's going to miss. Well, it's called a now, because um, the you know, this you, 
this has a reputation for being a sort of Algolian enclave. Algolians hmm. do a lot of slave trading. Slave trading, yeah. <clears throat> so um, uh, if he's uh, based here, he may be, he may took that business over from them. Well, again, my point was that if you're slave trading, you don't particularly want to take high profile people like the emissary. That's just going to attract a huge amount of attention to your operation, isn't it? So that mm. must be another reason for that. Well, he might not know he was transporting the emissary, I guess, in the same way he might not know he was transporting mystics. No, that's possibly true. So again, the question is, who is he working? Yeah, exactly. So in which case, there's somebody else would then be behind the, the kind of the thing with the mystics. Mm. I guess we need to find out where track him down. I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess it's the only lead we've got. Well, from our, my investigations on Google. On the bulletin, we, shall we say. On, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> did we get any clue of where he lives or where his business operation is based? Uh, there is a palace here. Uh, one of the, Again, one of the other old buildings from when this was known as Dignitary City, um, which... Um, this indicates that's his address. Like a palace. <clears throat> it's, just, it's just like a very big, like the grandest building in Little Algol then, is it? Well, it's probably, it's not probably not the grandest building in Little Algol, but it's the most well-kept of the grander buildings of Little Algol. If you were, you know, having found the address and you go and <clears throat> scope it out. Yeah, okay. And what, what's his business, does it say? What? What's what, does, what does he do? Our, what our research? Does our research um, tell us what his business is? He's a nobleman. Noblemen don't do business. business. So he's not in business, no, fair enough. What does research tell, tell us about his son? Is he in business? Uh, does he... He's about to be married. Uh, all mm. the news is that he is being married to the fifth daughter of Aidan Dinhrama. And when's the wedding? Um, not far away, you get the impression. And that will presumably be held in the monolith. Um, well, if you've gone to check out the palace and you've seen all the work going on, uh, there's like an army of gardeners clipping roses, planting okay. new plants. You've got half a suspicion that it's possibly happening here. So do we try and kidnap his son then and then send body parts back one by one until until Don Kassar tells us what we want to know? Yeah, because I, I just kind of how are we even going to get to the point where we can have a conversation with him? That he, you know, he then doesn't just deny murdering Hassan and his role in the thing. I don't, I don't see how we get to him because he's going to have thousands of guards around him. Uh, Plus, like you say, if you go and talk to him, he'll obviously just deny everything. Mm. So I don't really see what. Since all, all we've got 
as evidence is an invoice with the that the fact that somebody who's with initial Q is paying yeah. for it. It's not exactly compelling evidence that of his involvement, is it really? I guess the other thing might be it may not have been it may not have been him who killed Hassan and set the thing on fire. So maybe whoever is behind all of this is destroying the chain of evidence back to them. And actually Dol Kassar might be the next on the target list. Mm. So all we need to do yeah. is burst into the palace, stick the nearest servant up against the wall, put a gun in their face and say, I'm trying to get, save Dol Kassar's life. Get stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> and that will work. So it might not take exactly the same approach as last time. No, obviously, you know, we might have to refine the plan somewhat. <laughs> plan? <laughs> might actually you get a message on your tablet uh, while you're, um, I guess, in some um, cantina um, taking a drink and discussing your plans, and it confirms that it's 98% likely that uh, the body that you recovered was Noor. Well, I think I, I think I knew that already in my heart. <clears throat> we haven't had a message on Naobi Hassam's tabula from Tubra then yet. No. Is there? I'm going to look through the contacts list on that. Is there a contact number for Q or Dolkasar? Yeah, that's probably worth. Can I do some data gin to try and extract any information we can find about the business operations from that tabula? Or that communicator, rather? Let me have a look. No, it looks like a cut of burner phone.